Marcus, second in line to the throne of Gorbreath, came striding in, his hair standing on end and his riding jacket covered in mud. Hi, Prof, he said. Nina Rose is staying at our place and I can't stand it any longer, so I came to see you. Ari's behaving like a dying duck in a thunderstorm and father keeps talking about jolly little lovebirds, ho, 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 and mothers flapping about like a headless chicken. It's murder. I was going to go and see Gracie, but Mother wants me at home tonight for a hideous family dinner, so I'm going tomorrow instead. It's Gracie's birthday soon, by the way. Thought I'd take her on an adventure, but I don't know where yet. Oh, hello, Marlon. Didn't see you there. Hi, kiddo. Marlon didn't sound his usual chirpy self, and Marcus swung round to inspect him. What's up? You and the prof plotting something? The professor and the bat exchanged self-conscious glances, and Marcus brightened visibly. You are. What is it? He looked at the pile of books on the desk, and his eyes grew wide. Dragons, an introduction. The larger beasts of the five kingdoms with pencil illustrations. Illnesses, abscesses, and heat complaints with reference to dragons and other scaled beasts. Wow! Have you found one? A dragon? Certainly not. Professor Scalio folded his arms. Nothing of the kind. I was just doing some research on dragons. Wasn't I, Marlon? Sure thing, Prof. Research and all that stuff. Marlon agreed. Marcus had opened one of the books and was flicking through the pages. Hey, he breathed. Look at this. It's Niven's No. There's a drawing of a whole load of dragons outside Turty's palace. How come? A pained expression crossed the professor's face. A flight of dragons, dear boy. A flight. A what? Marcus looked blank. His old tutor clicked his tongue disapprovingly. Really, Marcus, didn't I teach you anything? Collective noun? Herd of cows, flock of geese, flight of dragons. Marlon waved a claw. Colony of bats. Cloud of bats, squeaked a fourth voice from high up among the bookshelves. Ma, all we said it was a cloud of bats. Auf. Marlon, the professor and Marcus squinted up into the darkness. Is that you? There was a flurry of small black wings and Alf appeared, blinking in the light. Watch your ank. Hi, Mr. Prince. Morning, Professor. He yawned and stretched. I was asleep. Up all last night on the western border. Somebody seen more dragons? I knew something was going on, Marcus beamed. A flight of dragons. Doesn't that sound good? Brilliant, in fact. A thought struck him and his smile grew wider. Wouldn't that be the best ever birthday present for Gracie? An adventure where she sees a flight of dragons? He turned over another page. Look, Alf, aren't they amazing? Shame they're not in colour. Oh, there's the archway at the back of Turty's place. Even that's got dragons carved on it. But why are they there? Turty'd have a purple fit if a dragon came anywhere near him. Alf began to snigger, but a warning glare from his uncle silenced him.
Professor Scalio put the tips of his fingers together and considered his reply. The kings and queens of the five kingdoms had never encouraged their offspring to study the past. It was considered much safer to enjoy the present and look to the future. The professor's view was that an understanding of past events might prevent the repetition of mistakes. King Frank, father of Marcus, and his twin brother Arioso had always disagreed. It'll just give them ideas, he had boomed. Especially Marcus. The boy's got far too many ideas as it is. Dangerous things, ideas. Marcus looked up from the book and guessed the professor's dilemma. It's okay, he said with a grin. You're not my tutor anymore. Were there really dragons at Niven's No? Or is it just a story? Indeed, there were.